you can't fix. If you can't fix what's broken, you'll, uh, you'll go instead. It's Jay and Adam. It's Previewed. It's Previewed's Fix It with Adam and Jay. Hey, peaches. Welcome to Fix It, where friends don't let friends fix pop culture alone. I'm Adam. And I'm Jay. And you're... Our listeners. Well, hey there, listeners. Hey there, listeners. How you doing? How you feeling? How you showing? How you growing? How you how you lifting off into space? How you getting all over the place? I would not, would not in a box. Mm-hmm. I would not, would not in a fox. I'll fix it there. I'll fix it ev- today. I'll fix it everywhere. Hip hip, hooray! You know what? We got there. <laughs> The journey was a little shaky at parts, but hey, everybody, welcome to Fix It. Uh, I'm Jay. That's Adam. Uh, this is <laughs> this is our podcast. Uh, we're, we're we're weirdly professionals at this. At least that's what we tell people. That's what my mom says. <laughs> Hi, mom. She says I'm a professional. She's uh, so <laughs> proud of us. You may know us uh, from. From Adam's mom's favorite YouTube channel. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Previewed where Adam and I uh, react, review, riff, uh, and and sometimes rate. Sometimes. Sometimes rate. Uh, all all uh, nerd pop culture. Um, it's, it's the YouTube channel uh, that uh, has people saying, oh, that's cute. <laughs> well, I guess that works well, for them. Bless their hearts. Look, look, look <laughs> at them having fun. They're clearly having a good time. Um, and here on Fix It every week, uh, we take a piece of pop culture that maybe missed the mark, maybe didn't quite get there, maybe just needs a tiny little wayfarer to get there, just a one single tiny moral little wayfarer. Do you even know what I am referencing right now? Yeah, it's a Little Mermaid. The, the French chef when he's trying to chop a... Uh... Have you not seen The Meaning of Life? I didn't know the song. You've never seen, you've never seen Monty Python's The Meaning of Life? <gasps> okay, well, we need to remedy that. Okay. It's with the big fat guy. He's one of the single... Is that the one who explodes? He, he explodes, yeah. Oh. That ain't little way down. Oh yeah, no, I don't. Right. I, I didn't like that. I saw. The, yeah, I didn't like the. Glad it was gross. I'm yeah. glad we're. I'm glad we're like laying this we're to wax. Firing on all cylinders <laughs> today, baby. <laughs> Headed into crowd work at full blast. Ooh, baby, we hit that nose, baby, a little too early, Jay. And <laughs> today we are fixing uh, fixing a movie that I think most people would argue is just simply sufficient. Oh sure. No uh, one hates this movie. No one hates this movie, but it could use a fix. Oh, uh, we yes. are fixing Iron Man 3, which I believe is 2011. And ten, uh, 12. 12. Wow. Technically, in the, in the continuity of the MCU, this movie takes place a couple months after Avengers. Yes. So I think it's 2012. Because right. Avengers came out in 12. Hello, gentlemen. Producer Brian here. Iron Man 3 was released May 3rd, 2013, but it takes place in 2012. Back to you, gentlemen. Righty, righty-roo. I, I can dig that. I can dig that. But we're fixing Iron Man 3 today. Uh, a movie that I think I kind of liked more on the rewatch than I liked seeing it in theaters. Oh, sure, because we're 10 years removed. 
Yeah. And that twist in it is no longer a sore spot. No longer kind of a gigantic bummer because they retconned it. Yes. But I, uh, yeah, yes. I would argue that they should never have had to do that. No, they really shouldn't. So they're like, oh, can you believe they pulled that out? I was like, yeah, because they had, they needed to. They like the whole Mandarin thing was like, oh, that sucks. It's not great in any way. It was Marvel's first real big swing at trying something new. We're just trying like, okay, like subverting some expectations from the comics. Sure. We got it. It's like, oh, we got a big, we can't, we decided we couldn't pull off the Mandarin, even though we set it up in the first movie. We can't pull this off, so it's slattery. Yay. Ooh, ben, ben King is going to be, ooh, 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 ooh this ooh, is going to be ooh, good. Ooh. That's a good casting right there. Nope. No. He's an actor. Oops. Ooh, boy. Now, here's the thing. I mean, before we get too far into it, like, I didn't really know who, this is the point when, I didn't still didn't really know much about Marvel. So oh, yeah. when it's like, oh, he's an actor? That, that's weird. Isn't he supposed to be? Oh, whatever. whatever. We'll keep going. But now, like, oh, no. That's like Tony's Green Goblin. Yeah. This is like... A big deal. This is like a big deal. And well, they really decided to, like, not make it a big deal. I mean, we'll get more into this later, but both both plot points in this movie, as far as, like, Iron Man canon, are both big deals extremis is also as big a deal as the mandarin like for a mo- what like modern day iron man ended up being in the comics and it was kind of like oh okay but before we get too far into iron man 3 before we get too far in uh adam how you doing i'm okay jay <laughs> check my watch <laughs> yep we got about uh, 26 hours before crowd work so that's <laughs> ah, gonna be fine <laughs> no it is gonna be fine by this time you guys have already seen it and it was it was so funny the thing can when you we, believe when we messed up that thing and then when we cried <laughs> about the other thing and those gifts you guys sent it was so nice and then amanda and kimberly were there that was cool and that surprise that you guys <laughs> technically haven't heard i don't even know what it is yeah, i don't know what it is either but that was quite surprising that wasn't it Ooh, arr, arr, arr. i don't know i need to make sound effects um it's with the Christmas season happening and like outside things. Have you, have you accomplished any of your Christmas shopping? I have not. I'm boned. Thank God for Amanda. Yeah. Because she's like, what are we getting our six nieces and nephews? And I go, I don't know. She's the one that spearheaded the, I'm going to contact your sister and I'm going to contact my brother. And here's how we're going to do. Boom, boom, boom. What do these kids want? Here's some options. Like, oh, that's what they want. Fantastic. Let's make it rain all nieces and nephews. And like, we just got it done in the morning because I don't have any brain space for like, I'm I'm just running on. What do we we got? Crowd work we gotta do, and we got the best of thing, and we yep. got switch miss, and okay, and we're leaving. I'm leaving on the twenty third. Leaving on twenty. Just like so many. It's like, gonna we're, happen. We're racing towards the end, <laughs> and it's like I, my mom's like, "Hey, what do you want?" I'm like, "Boom, boom, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Honest to God, just cut me a check, like straight up. At this point, yeah, it's uh, we're we're very lucky to have the women in our lives that we do. We're very lucky. <laughs> for so many different reasons we have we're we are very blessed with a beautiful support system um because yeah i just it, i always you know what i really do need i do need the support around the holidays just because it's just yeah. like there's so much going on and like what do you want what do i want what do how what's best and it's like guys there's too many balls and i but uh, what are we getting each other for christmas 
I don't know, Jay. I don't know, Jay. <laughs> I don't I don't know what physical item I can purchase for you to show you how much you mean to me because I crushed it last year. Yeah. It, and last I just, year's Christmas was was a home run. I I I, li- I don't know. I don't know cuz we I don't I don't know. I don't know. Here's kind of what I'm thinking. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I just yeah. Part of me is like, oh, like what if we get it, like what if like our Christmas gift to each other is like a promise for a cool gift later on? A, a gift TBD? Yeah. Like a uh like when someone says like, "Oh man, have you seen this thing? It's really cool." We'll be like, "You know what? You want that for Christmas?" <laughs> I don't know. Something to that effect. But I was a, a token for one good Christmas present. It's a redeemable point, at some point. At some point. Or you can next year you can just do D- double, double Christmas. Up, yeah, so double Christmas. Double Christmas or double it up again. And sure, yeah. But next yeah. year. <laughs> Those them Christmas I, tokens. Excuse me, sir. I've been saving up three Christmases. <laughs> I believe you owe me a fifteen hundred dollar <laughs> present. I would like I would like a used Kia Optima. <laughs> Pepsi, where's my jet? I've saved up eighteen Christmases worth of gifts. I would like my jet, please. Oh yeah, is that that have you watched that documentary yet? No. Because it's just like, we're, we're not doing it. Go uh, ahead and sue us. We, it, no, it was a commercial. We're not doing it. I there wasn't a legally binding contract. Yeah but, it, yeah, but he got enough for the jet. He did. He did. He got enough for the jet. He did. That's so rude. It, it is. Get him a jet. But I think it was sarcasm. I don't know. I didn't watch it, but I was like, come on, guys. This is it was a commercial meant for a joke. It's not clearly something that you could be take, take seriously. But thank you for purchasing all our Pepsi products. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we can have like a previewed promotion. It's like a jet. Oh, sure. Yeah. A quadrillion channel points. For a yeah, jet? We'll buy you a jet. Sure. Quadrillion. I, I mean, people are buying F-35s left and right right now. So like maybe we can get one on the cheap. Are you being serious? Yes. Are they for sale? I mean, to other nations who are worried about oh, I see, I you know, see, I see. Oh, okay. Russian acting the oh, fool. Cool. So yeah. you made it sad and kind of kind of depressing. I Jay, oh, I oh, just man. know a lot about geopolitics right now because I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos in my downtime to relax. <laughs> Oops, I've learned I've learned too much, Jay. <laughs> I've learned too much. Uh, when you look into Reddit, it stares back. That's for damn sure. <laughs> There's some very entertaining videos on YouTube about like, hey, the importance of NATO. I was like, oh, I didn't know that certain straits of bodies of water are like really, really important. Okay, good to know. Gulp. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh <laughs> uh, man the funny you know if, if you're a previewed fan out there um <laughs> it's my favorite thing about crowdworks is that like part of what people remember about crowdworks and what they celebrate are kind of all the things that kind of like subtly go wrong during those streams Jay, because, we like, are the stream that goes wrong. <laughs> we are the stream that goes wrong. And because we know just enough about streaming to get ourselves in trouble. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, it's it, it, I guess it's funny to me how how much everyone remembers just like the mistakes when. Yes, I said steak. Uh, when we 
it's like mentally where we exist for like a week and a half. Like yeah. that's a hundred percent. Like the week out leading up to crowd work, like we both mentally move into that space and just kind of like we build like a stre- a mental stress yurt. <laughs> <laughs> just sit in that yurt. We're, we're, we're hurting in that yurt, AJ. <laughs> it's a hurt yurt. <laughs> <laughs> It's a hurt year with your stress mess. Ooh. I mean, because as soon as we like, okay, we put it, like, when are we doing this, Jay? It's like the 17th. And as soon as I put it on the whiteboard, it was just like, gong. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, Vecna's coming. And we know, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Vecna's but, coming. Uh, here it goes. Okay. I mean, yep. Streaming up that hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, well, so I think we should get to Iron Man 3. Yes, so we're good, but just a little. <clears throat> we're gonna be fine. Oh, it's gonna. It's always going to be fine. It's always going to be fun, no matter what happens. Absolutely. But there is the reason why it is so funny is because we set out to not make mistakes, and we just always run out of time to. And that one last thing that got through both of our, you know, hands, we were trying to catch is like, yes. oh, oops, crap. Even though, oh, I'm, well. even though I'm sitting there with a checklist checking every aspect of mm-hmm. Streamlabs, making yeah. sure everything is good, and then it's like, and then we roll, and it's like, we didn't turn the camera on. We <laughs> <laughs> turned the damn camera on. <laughs> well, you guys already know how we messed up. Not that we're looking forward I think we or trying to mess Here's up. Here's the thing. I think this is. I think this is the one that I think we, we probably did. I think it. this is the one that has the capability of going wrong the most that we've had in a while, just for a lot of extenuating circumstances. Oh, many, which makes me think we're going to like clack. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's quite possible. Or, or we burned YouTube to the ground. Oops! Oops! Where the gender reveal party that started that forest fire? Sorry, Google. So sorry. Oops. I owe you one YouTube. <laughs> so um, many data farms just exploded all over the country. Uh, was it a terrorist attack? No, no, no. It was a gender reveal party on YouTube that got a little too out of control. <laughs> too much confetti. All right. Uh, so... <laughs> Iron Man 3. <laughs> Iron Man 3. All right, before we hop into Iron Man 3, I think we should uh, shoot it to our producer, Brian, uh, to roll all of those fun facts. Brian, roll that beautiful bean fun fact footage. Thank you, gentlemen. Producer Brian here, because today we are trying to fix 2013's Iron Man 3. Directed by Shane Black, written by Shane Black and Drew Pierce, this movie stars Robert Downey Jr., Gwyneth Paltrow, Don Cheadle, Guy Pierce, Rebecca Hall, and of course Ben Kingsley with John Favreau. Iron Man 3 is the seventh movie in the MCU and the first movie in Phase 2. Its budget was around $200 million, and its box office gross was $1.2 billion. And just in case you're keeping track at home, Iron Man from 2008 cost $140 million to make and made around a half a billion dollars. And in 2010, Iron Man 2 cost around $170-$200 million to make and made a little bit over $600 million. So Iron Man 3 is the highest grossing of the three movies. And I'm sure at some point we'll be doing Iron Man 2 here on Fix It. Because if you care, the original Iron Man has a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, Iron Man 2 has a 71%, 
And our movie today, Iron Man 3, has a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. And if you remember, the one-shot All Hail the King was released digitally and on the home media release of Thor The Dark World in February 2014. It starred Ben Kingsley again as Trevor Slattery being broken out of prison by the Ten Rings, and it introduced the idea that there was a real Mandarin in the MCU. This led directly into Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. This one-shot was received positively by fans, since the twist in Iron Man 3 was received so negatively. And on a personal note, I happen to be a fan of the twist in Iron Man 3, but obviously it's made much better by the semi-retconning of it all. Anyway, back to you, gentlemen. Great job, Brian! Oh my god, Brian, so many facts! It was like a unibeam of facts straight to the dome! (laughs) What? I watched a lot of Iron Man the past week, but I I know, like... Repulsor beams and shoulder cannons. Beep, 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 beep. Like, like, like whistling, uh, whistling birds. Yeah. For me, I never understood why he had missiles on board in any way when he had like laser beams he could shoot everywhere. Well, laser beams go in a straight line. Maybe you can like, direct a rocket. I guess. A rocket, like you run out of rockets. You can run out of rockets. Yeah. I'm also, that, that, that conceptually, uh, like, it rings in the, uh, the part of my brain that like hoards all of the supplies I get in a video game sure. because I don't want to waste anything. Sure, yeah. When the game is specifically designed to be like, well, this part wouldn't have been that hard if you had used these all potions, the things we gave you, yeah. these potions that you had in your bag. Like, man, the amount, <laughs> the fullness of my backpack when I finish a game is staggering. You never use the high potions, do you? No. Man, those are the good ones. I know, but you you, you got to you got to you never know when you might need them. Yeah, but at a certain point you're going to out Oh, I know. You're going to level out of them. I know. I know. But uh, alas and alack, it's unfortunate it's the loot goblin in me it courses through my veins. <laughs> um, but Iron Man 3. Um, I watched uh when did you watch Iron Man 3? Last I week? watched it Monday. Monday. Uh, I watched it, uh, we did the watch along with the Peaches on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm, you did. Um, and uh, always a hoot, always a treat. It was the kind of, and the funny thing is, is that like watching with like a group of people mm-hmm. that has been helpful actually, is that like while, you know, to a certain degree, like people, you know, we're kind of in the chat kind of dunking on this movie. Of course. Like this movie was, was this watch along in particular was a little dunk light. Yes, but because this movie garnered a lot of goodwill going into it. Yes. Because I've only seen this movie twice. Me too. Once when it came on the theater, and then again on a Monday. The first time I saw it, it was Kimberly and I's uh, third date. Oh, wow. And it was the first time Kimberly met Brian and Gary. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. We had just come from second stage's production of uh, The Last Five Years, then we went and saw a midnight showing of Iron Man, and Kimberly fell asleep halfway through. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. That was a good data point for the rest of your relationship. Because, <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can learn so much about us as a couple. You really can. From that date. Yeah. But yeah, we had more fun at the musical than we did at Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, but you and Brian and Gary probably had a good time. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, a lot of it was a lot of it was walking away being like, why did they, why, why? 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 Why did they do this? Why this did, way? what, what were they? Because here's the thing. This is the first movie after the first Avengers. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, Avengers was one of the best movie-going experiences of my life. I saw percent. it three times in the opening weekend. Yeah. Oh man, 
again that I do I still love Avengers. I still get the you know the goosebumps when they do the circle shot. It's like it's like yes, yeah, yes, it's yeah. iconic. Oh, wow. Okay, Iron Man three. It's only a couple months later. What's gonna happen? Tony's dealing with the events in the movie. This is great. He has PTSD from going to the wormhole and like saving saving all of life. This is okay. This is gonna be great. Yeah. That was really the only good part of the movie. Tony's journey, psychological journey, and the aftermath of what ha- what he went through in the in Avengers was the central pillar of the movie, and it was the only good part of the movie. Yeah. And it was only good for two-thirds of the movie. Yeah. Because everything surrounding that failed that central and pillar of sure the story. And I'm not sure they totally landed the plane with what they were going for. But, but I will say... It, that is the one thing I walked away from rewatching it was I was like, I think they, they give us, they evolve a Tony Stark for us that I believe will build Ultron. Oh, absolutely. Because if you're like, look, if you're going to like, if you're going to retcon the comic book story that like that Tony is the one that builds Ultron, like you're going to have to get him there. Mm-hmm. And I think this movie succeeds. Mm-hmm. I would, I would say that like his PTSD that he's struggling with and like the panic attacks they show, like they actually, they treat them pretty seriously. Yes. And it's not, there's no kid gloves. It's the kind of thing where it's like, there's a couple of his panic attacks. Like I like almost started to trigger me a little bit because I was like, Oh no, like that's yes. They did a very yeah. good job with it until the third act when they forgot that it was a thing that was supposed to happen. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Cause like you were rooting for Tony to, handle it and deal with it and talk to his friends about it. And then, and he is for the most part until he leaves Harley. And then after that, I think it's basically done when he goes to Miami to break in and then finds the Mandarin. I don't think he really deals with it ever again. Yeah. No, but there was, he should have, there was a perfect opportunity. He was like tied up like that for him to like have a full on freak out. Mm-hmm. And it would have been a lot more interesting, Uh huh. but because he was very interesting in this movie. He was very compelling. Yes. Cause like yeah, let's see this journey. This is this is good. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie in the credits, like all the way at the end of the credits, they it, ma- they make light of it and, and it's like oh that was a good po- oh no uh, th- oh, that boy. is a post credit sequence. It was like I was like you're kind of just like cutting the concept, like you're kind of cutting this off at the knees a little bit. Yeah. In a way that I don't appreciate. No. And this movie is like the text is is there the textbook failing of people in people in charge under like they understood what was what's important in regards to like Iron Man as like as a legend mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that like Extremis and Mandarin are things that you have to do that you have to structure things around yeah but they don't neither of these plot lines have any staying power in any way no. Like, they really don't. They literally wipe away. Like he just says in one sentence, and we fixed Pepper. I was like, "That's not what, bro, bro." Yeah. Then my heart's fixed too. We did it. I mean, I like that part. Oh sure, but just like, I'm surprised that the you know I because I kinda, I forgot the movie opens with a voiceover him like walking through things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, this is. Did we do this in the first couple movies? I don't remember, but. This is weird. And then it the, ends it the same way. Like, oh, this is, oh, this seems a little passive. Huh. And then the after credit scenes is a kind of a joke of off playing his all, all, his entire psychological journey. He's like, no, no, no. Bruce is right. You 
Tony, you need help. Like, go. You yeah. need to talk to somebody, man. This is. I think this you're also, dealing with a lot, man. These movies, this movie in particular, suffers from the fact that, like, this doesn't this doesn't tie anything up or wrap anything up the way you would expect, like the third in a trilogy to do. Mm-hmm. But I think this suffers from the fact that they know that, like, we're gonna get more Tony down the line. Oh, sure. I think if Marvel, for whatever reason, wanted to remake this movie now, mm-hmm. they would crush it yes because marvel's gotten way better at writing grief and yep. writing psychological struggle for their heroes that but i would say it started with this movie it started with this movie yes and they've done a much better job of taking this stuff seriously well yeah heck buffy buck buffy bucky wasn't therapy during winter soldier uh, uh, winter soldier and yeah. the falcon and the winter soldier uh-huh. i was like yeah he he should be he was psychologically tortured for 80 years by Hydra. Man needs some help. Like this is yeah, man. 80 years. And he shouldn't also, he shouldn't be fine. He should not be he fine. He shouldn't be fine. No, he shouldn't be fine. <laughs> he shouldn't be fine. He's working through stuff. <laughs> I mean, like, when you phrase it like that, I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. Winter Soldier should have just killed Captain America and just moved on. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we got Bucky. Uh, so if we if we stake one flag in the ground. We're glad that Winter Soldier didn't kill <laughs> yes. Captain America. Good job. Though he is missing an arm currently. Hopefully hopefully the Wakandans can get him another one that maybe yeah, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. They'll make another one. I should. I would They'll hope. 3D print that thing and be like, oh, we got a whole bucket of those. Where's the, where's <laughs> where are all those where are all the Winter where's, Soldier arms? Where's the arm bucket? Yeah, <laughs> there's an arm bucket around here oh, somewhere. Oh, we got an arm bucket. Come on now. <laughs> bucket needs another arm. I'm super sure he has like had some assistance to be like, yeah, just keep making, I guess, Winter Soldier arms. I'm sure Bucky's going to need him. He's yeah. a white wolf after all. I mean, we'll, yeah. we'll call on him at some point. Should we give him backups? Nah, it's funny when he has to come back and ask for another one. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that idiot come back here for one another arm. White wolf my ass. <laughs> so Tony's story in this movie is fantastic. It's yes. Everything it's else really in good. the movie is just not. Yeah. Because... the. Killian, I don't know who the Killian character is in the comics. I know he is a comic book character, but I don't well, know he what was, his... He was, from what I read and my research I did, he is... That's, that character actually uh, was original to the Extremis storyline, the, the oh. Warren Ellis book. Oh, like, okay. He was brought in to be a part of the whole thing. Oh. Yeah. His story ends a lot differently. How's the story He's end? Well, he's not... It's more that him and the girl are flipped. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes way more sense. Yes. I did not buy her as turning evil no. at all. She doesn't... Well, no, but she turns... No, but she but she, she ends up... Sure, you know. But just... I, that, I didn't... I don't know. I just like, oh, she's... Oh, and she's dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. She betrays him, and then... Oh. And then she has a change of heart, kind of, but not really. And then it's like, oh. What do you uh, mean? She puts the poison up to her neck, and it's like, I won't... Oh, I'm not sure. And then she's this. dead. So, yeah. okay. Well, whoops. Oops. I mean, thanks for thanks for coming by. Cool. Cool extremis. You did it. it. Still blows people up, but... Also, I will say that the one thing that this movie succeeds in, in is that they have, a far, they have a firm understanding of what makes Iron Man cool. Like, all the things the suits do, mm-hmm. like him piloting the suits without, like, people being inside, mm-hmm. like... All the the way the combat works when he's like when like the suits like coming to him and he's only fighting with like part of the suit that part that stuff rules. They're, you know what? 
let's talk about the the cool things in this movie real quick. Great. The house attack scene was awesome. Yes. When they blow up Tony's house. Well, especially when they see the rocket coming from the news on the TV, that's Yeah. That that's was a, a good very shot. good scene. Pepper getting the armor or uh-huh. putting the armor over you know, surround her. That was really cool. Yes. Tony almost drowning. And then how uh, Jarvis is like, take a deep breath, sir. Takes the arm off, pulls it around, grabs him and pulls it. Like that was really smart. Yep. Very cool. All the stuff with Harley, the kid. Great. Yes. He was the best. He was like the best part of the movie. He was so good. That kid was yeah. so good. The sequence when, when he's just like, well, you're a mechanic, right? When he's built something. I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, you're right. <laughs> Wait, uh, honestly, at this point, rewatch this movie. I'm like, hey. He was important enough to show up at the end of Endgame for Tony's funeral. Where's Harley? Where is Harley? Like a great Riri's gonna you know do Iron Iron Heart now. Yeah, that's great. But like, but like if this kid was more important enough for to Tony to be at his funeral, where's Harley? Yeah, because that kid was awesome. Yeah, and I would like more of him, please. Would it have killed them in Endgame to like have like a, a two second little scene of the kid showing up? And being and she's like, oh, like Harley, it's good to see you. Like, how long has it been? Like, yeah. just because like the pan of like him standing at the funeral, everyone went, who's Who, that, that kid? Who's that kid? I had no idea <laughs> until someone was like, yeah, but because they're like, oh well, you didn't realize there's a kid from Iron Man. I'm like, guys, I it's did. been there's been a lot of movies. It's been like ten years. There's been a lot it, of movies. It's been like a really long it's time. Been a while, it's been a while. Sorry, you... can you not? Can we not? Yeah, don't shame. Don't. Can don't... we be kind to each other for a sec? And just realized that they didn't set that up properly. They did not at all. They did not at all. Random kid. Yeah, just a random at kid. Iron Man's funeral. Because he was just standing off by himself. Like, if he was standing with another you know, another team of people or somebody to been like... Somebody. Anybody to be like, oh, thanks for coming, Harley. Like, glad you could make it. Or is he there to, like, take the mic and, like, <laughs> the game awards? <laughs> He's stuck in the Iron Man's funeral. <laughs> uh, what else is really good? Oh, Everyone falling out of the plane. That was extremely inventive. Yeah, it was really I'm gonna, cool. I'm going to electrify your body so you can't let go. Hang on. Like, <laughs> oh, and he kept... That was... And then slides and slides everybody into the water. That was a really good scene. Yeah. Him fighting partially with the armor because he just got the glove and the boot. Like, that's clever. This is cool. Tony's getting better at this by using what he has and using yes. his brain. And you see him fighting with a, a little bit at the beginning, and then he fights a little bit at the end. Yeah. Like, we see him actually do stuff. This is really good, but unfortunately, that's really like the only good part of the movie. Yeah, there was some really good stuff in here, but just surrounded by not good things well, and, and and strong swings that did they not work. Did not land the Mandarin in any capacity. No. If anything, it's 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 it feels it feels racist. Like not even, and that's not even, and it's not even from, and that's even when the movie came out. It's not like like I'm aware that like culturally we've become. Uh, more sensitive with things like that, but even at the time, I was like, I don't. This just does. I, I don't. I was like, the name are the name already is still a little like. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's probably why they got rid of it in, in Shang Chi. Oh, they, so they well, called yeah. me the Mandarin. Well, but An also, orange? no, no, no. My name is Ren Wu. Like, okay, that makes sense. Okay, <laughs> no, no, you, you're right. You're right. Movie. Good job, Shang Chi. You're right. This is problematic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, but also like, it just didn't, it didn't like, it, it felt insulting for it to not be real. Mm-hmm. 
it felt like when it was like he's just an actor, he's just a player. I was like, this is that's not that's not how that's not how big bad villains work in comic no. books. Like it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. And they set him up in the first movie. Like, what if the Green Goblin was just like not wasn't really real? It was just holograms the whole time, and it was just somebody like pulling the strings behind Surprise. the thing. And be like, it's it's, it's been Mysterio the whole time. Well, that I mean, that could actually be pretty nope. interesting. That would not be interesting. That might work for a small segment, but like if you build up the whole movie as Green Goblin, all of a sudden surprise it's Mysterio. Like, oh, neat Mysterio. But you, mm, this whole movie was supposed to be Green Goblin. Well, it makes sense in a world in which Green Goblin actually does exist. Sure. Like later it, on. Or if he was dead and then all of a sudden it's Green Goblin and he's yes, back. That's interesting. That's interesting. But if, if you're just saying that the character. You're welcome, the, Marvel. If they did it right out the gate and the character doesn't yes. actually exist. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's screwed. That's uh-huh. screwed up. That's a bummer. That's what this movie did. And 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 I understand that they were like maybe trying to f- like fix it because they were like this doesn't really work nowadays and I'd be like cool then just don't do it then don't do then it don't do it then yeah. don't do it you like, had other huge ideas in this movie of extremists and also aim which yeah aim I know is a huge deal aim is a huge deal and it was just aim was up. like Hydra level big deal and they made uh, Hydra amazing yeah they nailed Hydra like aim is. But also, Extremis completely changes Iron Man's power set. It completely changes his relationship to... Like, Extremis is the thing that takes Iron Man from being a dude in a suit to being a superhero. Like, it makes... Like, Tony... And I get into this in my fix, but it basically makes Tony, like, a low-key technomancer. Yeah. Like, it's a kind of thing where it, it has long-standing ramifications in the comics. Like, the fact that, like, Extremis just, like, comes and goes, I was like, this... And that's why I I got excited when we got Inklings that it was Extremis, because I was like, oh, okay, we're building up for a different kind of Iron Man in, in like, these next Avengers movies. That's pretty dope. Yeah. And also, the extension of Extremis could have made Ultron even way more interesting. Mm -hmm. Because, like, if he's copying himself off of Tony, like... Uh, well, I'll get into that later, mm-hmm. but uh, it just doesn't have any long-standing, like nothing in this movie. All the thing, um, yes, this is what it is. All of the things in this movie, the topics that they brought up, mm-hmm. should have, especially in an MCU where it's like there's it keeps going, right? It should have long-standing ramifications for the MCU. Sure, it has zero. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change anything. Well, let's let's compare this to. Um, the other movies that have were, were that had three movies, right? Other characters that had three movies. Granted, a okay. couple of them have more now, but like yeah. Captain America, the third his third movie was Civil War. Yeah, long-standing ramifications, and had a really good you know this is where the character is at this movie. Like it's a good journey through these three movies. Yes, he was you know America's uh, signal you know sign of hope during World War Two. You know, sacrificed himself, comes back, Avengers stuff. Finds you know w- deals with the ramifications of Bucky being the Winter Soldier saves his best friend, or, or you know starts to, and then at the end saves his best friend at the cost of his standing with the country that he loves. Yeah, that's I'm still a good guy, but now I'm like you know an enemy of my my country because I stood up for my morals. Amazing. Yeah, Thor it comes full circle by 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 Ragnarok. Sacrifices Asgard to be its leader. Yeah. To take on his older sister, who was, you know, was like, and, you know, and basically make amends with his brother. Absolutely. Like, it was a big deal. It's a big deal. It was a lot of fun, kooky, crazy. It was a good, fun adventure. And it was better than the, than the fourth one. 
But like, it was a good drill journey. And at the end, Thor's no king of Asgard, which yeah. has long-standing ramifications, especially leading right into Endgame. Yes, or absolutely. Even and this one just kind of like this is you know you could have Tony in a really good but Tony, point. but I think Tony, I think I would say like we talked about with Avatar. I was like, I think with the, the changes to Tony, I think they get their toe in the end zone. I don't think they. I don't think it's a full foot. I don't think we're getting a celebrate. I don't think we're getting. We're not going to get dance. <laughs> there's a review on the play. Sure, but I th- still think it counts. Sure, Tony. Again, Tony's journey through this movie is is good until the third act. I was like, okay, we get we get there. Yeah, could have been way better. But his bad guys were not good bad guys. They were all. There was three incomplete storylines crammed together to be the antagonist for this antagonistic force for this movie. I can't and tell they if all, Killian doesn't work because of Guy Pierce's performance, or they just didn't have enough for him to what do. What did Killian want? What did he want? What was the point of Killian? What was the point of Extremis? What was the point of Aim? Yeah, taking the Mandarin out of it because it was just like that's just a you know surprise. It's a twist. So like, what was Killian's goal? I guess I can't. I still can't tell you. I just watched it this week. I still can't tell you. Yeah. Uh huh. What's the point? What was the point of all of it? I don't know. It's not clear. It's not clear. Here's the other thing. Why did Tony blow up all his suits? I think. I think there's. I think he figured out that. I'm actually okay with Tony blowing up all his suits, because I think Tony realized through that whole thing that. Um, uh, I think it, it sets up Ultron in that it's like, look, the suits aren't going to save save the day all the time. Sure. And it, if anything, it's him letting go. Like, he's clearly been obsessed and been in his lab and keeps mm-hmm. developing all mm-hmm. sorts of, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. new suits. So I think it's him letting go of that obsession. Okay. And realizing that, like, this is, like, I need to be able to... It's not explained well, but no. I think that's the whole point. Well, then he... The next time we see him is in uh, Age of Ultron. He's got when he's a, obsessed again, and he's got a suit. So I kind of just felt when like he needs a suit. He's Iron Man. I, I know, which is why. Why did you blow up all those suits? Because you're Iron Man. You're just gonna build more. We well, built the Mark Fifty for. Uh, he was in Fifty. It. I believe it was the Mark Forty Two in this movie, and I don't know what. The, no, it's Forty Five. Was uh, I think yeah. At one point, he looks at the thing and it says M Forty Two on it. MK Forty Two. I don't know. Here's the other thing. I think this is a this is a very missed opportunity that the movies took. He's got all these armors yeah. downstairs. It's really cool. Pepper's like, why did you build all this stuff? Can you name me any of the armors? I know they're all from the comics. One's a Hulkbuster, or like a proto Hulkbuster. There was a there. He had his uh the 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 Secret War space suit. I mean, there were a lot of them. A lot of them were like callbacks to comic book moments that like, like old school Iron Man. Sure. My point being that like, oh, Tony called does the house call protocol, house party protocol. Awesome. But then all these suits show up at night. You can barely see them. I don't know what these suits are. I don't know what they're capable of. I know nothing about what's happening here. And just a bunch of CG stuff starts smashing together. And then they blow up. And I'm like, should I feel bad? I don't know anything about these suits. Yeah. I don't know anything about these bad guys. My frustrating... And they're getting... And they're... Sorry. They're Iron Man suits. And they're just getting like shredded. No, they're taking out guys too. Oh, sure. But they're also just getting shredded at points. Like, man, I think they're supposed to be... Come on, man. 
It should be way cooler. This yeah. is a really good. The house party protocol is a very cool idea, but just like it's in the darkness, I can't see anything, and everything's blowing up, and this is I have no context for stuff. Yeah, <sighs> this could have been way cooler. Yeah, it's uh, when it comes down to it, my biggest frustration with this movie is that the, the fundamental misunderstanding of what we like about Iron Man comes from the soundtrack during that. Thank you for noticing. That was going to be my next point. The soundtrack is re- it's not it's not indicative of what of the uh, any Iron Man. I was like I was like you pay ACDC for shoot to thrill. That's that that that's it. I was like yes. You give you give us that or you give us like a like a, maybe a cover of Iron Man the song. You play Where's the classic rock in this movie? Yeah. Where is Where it? Where is it? Because I watched when I was. Because it's doing- not a ton, in a ton of the movies. It's mostly in the trailers. But those trailers, like they 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 ha- they create a, they create a vibe and they create sure. a world that we associate with Iron Man. Tony likes the classic rock. Yes, and it kicks ass when and he they- ki- when he kicks ass to classic rock. It's like well, because I watched the first one for some more information for my fix, and I was like, oh, it's right, it's all in the beginning here. And it's at the end, like. Yeah, I forgot. This is Iron Man. And in Avengers, when he shows up, his music, he's playing music and cuts in onto the Quinjet or whatever. When he enters, he's like, oh, boy, Tony's here. And he slams. And he's like, like, yeah, that's how you enter a scene. Yeah. Yeah, man. And it's just gone. I think if you just change that sound, if you you give me, like, if you give me a little ACDC in there. uh, Yes. Yes. Yeah. You pepper in that ACDC and some cool classic rock into Iron Man 3, it will enhance it. Yeah. Especially just, the end battle. Yeah. How does the house party protocol show up and there's no cool house party music? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, if because all the other ACDC songs have have uh, uh, have been played out when it comes to Iron Man. If I if it were me, it would be uh, it, it would be it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll because like he has that slow build because when you kind of see him on the horizon like and I almost would have it diegetically like Rhodey being like what's that music? Oh, it's got no, it's got to be diegetic because yes because it's also and then the a psychological come in and it just all hell breaks loose. Yes, yes. How awesome yes. would that be? Yep. It just, it didn't have it. And it was just like, it was just, it literally, it literally felt like, it felt, it felt like stock superhero music. It did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> I was like, that's not, that ain't it. Well, here's the, yeah, at this point, you know, we still associate certain themes to all of our, our main characters, right? So mm-hmm. like, especially like in Endgame, when, you know, characters showed up. And I was like, they played their sting. I was like, yeah, man, go get them Spidey. Yeah, man. Yeah, go get them Guardians. And it was like, Iron Man doesn't really have a sting. Like, he's got classic rock music. Yeah. He has the whole catalog. Pick a badass song yeah, man. and play it. Yeah, dude. This is not hard. Just give us what we want. And they just didn't. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. Because it really needed it. Each hero needs a really good fanfare. And every, unfortunately, yeah. not everybody has. Like, well, that, that moment in Infinity War when Thor shows up with um, the new axe. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, they're going to play um, this. Uh, <laughs> yes. And they and then they didn't. And I was like, why didn't... But, but guys, why, why didn't you play the song? Yeah, or, or thunder 
why, why, didn't, why didn't you play the song? This is, this is, yeah, this is a perfect moment just, for the song. Guys, you have... Spend the money. You, you're Marvel at, at spend Disney. Spend the money. You spend it... That's, if we learned anything from Guardians of the Galaxy. Spend the money for the soundtrack. Yeah. It's an yeah. awesome mix. Volume 3. Let's, let's go. Guys, why are we... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so cool. Why did you miss that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. We got to fix these things. We do. <laughs> we do got to fix it. Yeah. Fix it. Jay, fix Iron Man 3. I shall. Um, okay. So my thesis statement for, honestly, my fix, I'm the Mandarin is gone. Uh, if you're not going to do it right, don't do it. If you're not going to do it right, don't do it. Uh, and I, as someone who read like the Warren Ellis, like extremist run, like it's a big deal. It's a huge deal for like everything that was going on in the comics from like, from 2010 and on like extremist, like has long standing ramifications as to like who Iron Man is as a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just, I'm simply focusing on extremists. My movie opens on, uh, Iron Man, on a little bit of a, a montage of Iron Man uh, being a lot of places and dealing with a lot of uh, a lot of action sequences, a lot of like dealing with terrorists and like mm-hmm. being a lot of different places. And then we like the montage continues for a little bit and then like focuses on like one like kind of longer fight. And then the montage switches. Uh, that fight like kind of keeps going. Like he's like fighting terrorists and uh, it swaps back and forth between uh, Tony in a board meeting. Okay. Um, and in the board, in the board meeting at Stark industries, it's pepper. And then the entire board mm-hmm. and they're talking about like, basically like the quarterly review of everything. And they are all really upset with Tony because what hap- what comes to light in this conversation at the board meeting is that Tony has been spending the majority of the company's money. He was like on uh, his big think tank sure. that he's been yeah. funding. Mm-hmm. And we get backstory into this think tank. And he's like, I'm just trying to bring all the scientific minds in the world together to like, we're, we're just trying to solve all of the world's problems. And it's the kind of thing where like, you can see some knowing glances between him and Pepper while he's, talking about all this and it's very clear that it's about the wormhole oh yes you don't want yeah no one else was out there you don't know what i just saw yes you guys we like we seriously have... need to rally the troops and they were like it, and the board is like you have not come up with any products or anything that can make this company any money yeah um because tony this is a business tony yeah he was like they were like we are gonna have to make we, he was like the, the board is like and and pepper agrees we are gonna have to make some moves on the only product that seems that that anyone seems to want to pay for the the iron man program yeah like we're gonna have to figure out a way to work out a deal with the government to they were like they already have james Rhodes. like it would be in the hands of a person that you trust and tony the whole time is like no 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 um and pepper is just like this company is going to go under if we don't do this right and the whole time it's also cutting back to like iron man just like and he's like i am i am take like i have been taking care of i like me as iron man i am world peace like that's been i've said that once i'll say it again yep like i am taking care of it 
and it comes to light that Ben Pepper's finally like, if this was this important to you, you would actually be here. And she like swipes at a Tony at the end of the table and it's a hologram. And we see, and we see that Tony has, Tony has been in the suit in the meeting, taking out terrorists the whole time. That's very good. (laughs) And she's like, how many, she's like, how many fights are you in right now? And, and then we find out that the whole montage has been empty suits (laughs) and he is fighting all the different fights at the same time. And he's like, I can only, he's like, I've only gotten it up to four. Like there's the, he's like the empty suits have this lag. I can't work out, but like I can do up to four. And she's like, you need, she's like, you need like you and I like, we need to talk. Like I, she's like, we all, we, we all say uh, like nay or yay. Everyone's like, yay. And it's like, great. Like I'll figure out the details. Like I'll, I'll get the secretary of defense on the horn. We'll figure it out. Um, and then it's, that's another thing that frustrates me about, Iron Man three, and I'm gonna include this because I think it's I think it's the right choice. Sure, but like, dude, Iron Patriot was Norman Osborn in an Iron Man suit. Yes, it was. Iron, Iron Patriot was supposed to be like, uh, oh yes, yeah. It was supposed to be a. It was not like they rebranded it, but I was like, hey guys, like I like. Iron Patriot is Thunderbolts. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's not... It, it not a good guy. It's not yeah. a good guy at, at all. Like, you put a goblin in an Iron Man suit. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like U.S. agent. It's but like, I, yeah. But I get it, and so we're just sticking with the Iron Patriot because sure. we have to be like, War Machine is not a good enough name. Like, if, if, the, if the Stark Corporation is going to be spearheading this and selling mm-hmm. this to the government, Iron Patriot is the thing. It's a better name, yeah. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's comic book accurate. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, but yes. I, oh. <laughs> but oh. Um, <laughs> and so uh, we get a uh, Tony finally shows up to the house like later that night. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, the suit's all coming off and blah, blah, blah. And him and Pepper have like a, a long, like a really long conversation about um, the think tank. Mm hmm. And where Tony's at, and why he's not okay. Similar, honestly, not that much different from the movie. I think yeah, no, it was, a, it was a really good. He's yeah, like, I haven't been sleeping. Like I, I've been, tr- we've been. There's so many different avenues in this think tank. Mm-hmm. So many like different avenues we can go down. He's like, I don't. And she's finally like, We're gonna get like we'll fix all these things. And she's like, and Tony's finally just like, You didn't see what I saw. Like this universe is so much bigger, and we are not ready for it. Like yes. I need to be ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, okay, um, let me just, can you take me to the think tank tomorrow? And he's like, okay. And so we get a full tour of like this, this Stark Industries, like technological summit. And it's, uh, we're seeing like all these kind of different, you know, the Easter eggs write themselves, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like all the, mm-hmm. the fun little things. Uh, I think that's also where we could have, um, I think we could set up Bruce in that space as well. Sure. Like he's kind of overseeing that think tank. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, th- you know, at this point, like they were after Avengers. Yeah. They should be hanging out the science bros because we need that. Like the Hulk needs more connections with the yes. people in the, in the universe. And they spent the all Avengers figuring, you know, making Tony and Bruce best. best and so best I think buds. Bruce has been kind of put in charge of that whole thing. Sure. And, uh, that's where we, 
we set up, uh, he's like, Extremis is kind of the most exciting thing going on here. He was like, it's an extension of, uh, the, 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 uh, different other scientists like saw the superhero, uh, the super soldier serum Mm -hmm. being worked on. Uh, they found this new avenue of super soldier. It's like, this is a virus that taps into the part of your brain that, uh, facilitates, uh, like your, the repair. It's basically like it facilitates and infects the part of your brain that has the blueprint of your body in it. Okay. For when like your body needs to be like, how do we fix this? And so, and he's like, you know, once you go through like the metamorphosis with this thing, he was like, it basically like it improves your body ninefold. Assuming that like we, we go through the protocol correctly, like we basically build a super soldier. And he was like, and it's, he was like, it's relatively safe if it's monitored properly. Of course. Um, and, uh, uh, we, we, we meet Killian at this point. Mm-hmm. He's the one like facilitating all of this stuff. And, uh, they're like, we're ready to like, we're ready to start testing. And Tony's like, I, oh, okay. So we transfer into like a, like a full on, um, a full-on testing lab. Okay. Like, full-on situation. Like, he's invited, like, people from the company. Like, this is a big deal. Yeah. And it, in the comic book, like, when you infect someone with Extremis, um, it actually, like, it basically, like, you build a cocoon, like a butterfly of just, like... Oh, really? Scar tissue. Oh. Like, your body basically, like, destroys itself and then rebuilds it. Oh. It rebuilds itself. <laughs> um, Yikes. And, okay, uh, I, did, I did not. I didn't know that. Oh, it's it's insane. <laughs> it's insane, um, and it's gotten to a point where like they're ready to, um, they're ready to unveil everything, and uh, they're ready for like the the person to like come out of their cocoon, uh, but something goes wrong, and we see, and there is an explosion. Now. I like the idea that this is happening like around Tony with all of his suits. And so it's a similar shit. I love dude. I loved when he sends the suit onto pepper and it like pulls her away. Yes. I love the idea of like all of these stark higher ups, like being basically like I, like Tony get, gets hit by the blast, mm-hmm. but all everyone else gets wrapped up in Iron Man suits. <laughs> like it's a sequence of him. Uh, like, because he's been working on the technology the, the gesture to pull this stuff, up. Yeah. He's like gesturing the suits everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there, uh, there is a moment where one, like one of the secretaries of one of the senators or something, mm-hmm. like he doesn't get there in time. Like, there's a little bit of a lag with the suit. Like, she gets injured like very badly, sure. mm-hmm. and so like. Basically, this like Stark is kind of forced to like shut down the extremist program, the, shut down the like the think tank oh. as a whole. Oh, whoa! And uh, Killian is like, like, I'm sorry, Mr. Stark. Like, I didn't. And Tony got hit by the blast. Tony got hit by the blast, but that's not necessary. He's injured. Sure, so he's got to he, he's got to heal up a little bit, mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily how he's infected. If that's where your mind is going, I just wanted to make sure that the scene was clear that he also got he was in the blast. He did not get a suit himself. Yes. he was saving everybody else. He was it. saving everybody and else. Someone else like, got really hurt. He was like, and he realizes in that moment, like clear, like, it, and there's harsh words between him and Killian. He's like, clearly, the Iron Man program is the only thing that's really going to save. Like, okay, fine, fine, 
fine. If that's going to be the only thing that's going to do that, then, then that's what we'll do. And so, and that's where we get Tony's kind of first like panic attack. Cause it's him like leaving that whole situation and kind of like freaking out and being like, I guess it's, I guess it's all on me. I guess it's all on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and so Tony like basically builds iron Patriot for the government and builds them some other things. And it's okay. Like, okay. Fine. All right. Fine. If okay. you want, if you want, uh, if the government wants an Iron Man suit and we got to keep the business afloat, then I will give you what you need. But Rhodey's got to pilot it. But Rhodey's got to pilot it. Yep. A hundred percent. Get in there, Don Cheadle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we, uh, we see that uh, like as Iron Patriot is being like introduced to the public mm-hmm. and like he, he's meeting like all of the politicians and he's in Washington and I'm Iron Patriot. Ha ha ha. Um, at the press conference, mm-hmm. um, a uh, Don Cheadle in is or not well Don Cheadle, but uh, Rhodey is in Iron Patriot, like meeting, like shaking hands, yeah. and then is attacked by extremists, uh, like agents, goons, henchmen. But they are struck. But it's more they are more on the like what we got in the original movie. They are the. Uh, like kind of the red glowy, the fire, the breathing fire, the shooting fire, right? Like kind of the heat miser version yeah. of, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. of, of extremists. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, it's very, and they, and they take, they take out iron Patriot, like pretty effectively. Whoa. Okay. And it becomes national news that like, um, uh, they take out iron Patriot effectively, but then, um, some a couple of uh soldiers from uh, an unknown an unknown uh securities agency okay show up and take out the extremist guys like with the, like a little bit more like super soldier like kind of captain america style like super strong like super haha and they take out the 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 fiery guys huh. effectively and they were like oh the government has decided to like send funding to uh a to aims uh um, what is what does aim mean again it's advanced something materials it, advanced, advanced like intellectual, intellectual material. something like that they're like oh we're funding aims super soldier program mm-hmm. because clearly like it is the one thing that like a machine will never be better than man advanced idea mechanics advanced idea mechanics and their super soldier program will be the thing that like the government will be sponsoring rather than the Iron Man program because like machine will never be better than man. Ha ha. That's uh, kind yep. of the, um, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, <clears throat> and, uh, Tony is kind of, obviously he's, uh, thrown. Yeah. I mean, but also he's like not really welcome in his own company anymore. Yeah. He's not really, there's no one's really on, on team Iron Man at that point. And so Iron, uh, Tony kind of goes into a little bit of a Jarvis hole and tries to figure out like, okay, who who are who's aim? Who are these people? Like, what's going on here? Um, and we see uh, Tony figures out like kind of where their headquarters is and does research into like what could be, where could they be actually facilitating this super soldier situation? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tony shows up. 
Uh, and I and I think Bruce kind of is the only one helping him. Sure, yeah, because he's the only one that understands. Yep. And I like the and, it, and again it expands the kind science of the relationship, bros. the science bros of like, well, what actually happened here? What was this fire? There, there was this residue from the fire, and they figured it out. And he's like, he's like, well, this is obviously extremist, but I don't know what these super soldiers is. Super soldiers are so like he's like clearly like Killian is off doing something. Something's up. Yep. Something's up. Killian's doing something insane. I got a science tingle, and he's got something against me. So that's why he took out the Iron Man program. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know what AIM is up to. So they're figuring that out. But as Tony like figures out where their base is and kind of, it's a perfect opportunity for like stealth mode uh, Iron Man, yep. like that kind of suit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. shows up to their base. But as he's like kind of getting a periphery um, and like kind of maybe doing like a, a higher flyby to kind of get the lay of this base, mm-hmm. uh, he sees like a very familiar little form uh, riding a motorcycle like up to the gate and you know uh, stopping the motorcycle and then just jumping over the fence. He's like. Steve, what are you doing? Hey! <laughs> and okay, yeah, I was what? Yeah, I was trying not to put anybody else no, no, in no, my I movie, know. but I was no, like, no, no. I'm glad you did. Here's the because yes, because here's why, and here's what what I'm fixing with this. The my one frustration with Civil War mm-hmm. is that Winter Soldier or Civil War, Civil War in okay. particular, they they imply a lot of relationship between Steve. And Tony, mm-hmm. but we don't see a lot of it. Mm-mm. They 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 tell us that they have a really good relationship. I would like to see more of it. Yes. So the like the rest like a good amount of the rest of like my Iron Man three is going to have is going to be Steve is is Steve and Tony at least in this section. Hey, great. Because I mean. Steve found out that people are saying that they can make super soldiers. Uh-huh. So he's gonna be of like, course he's going to be there. Um, because he's like partial. Like part of him is like, may- part of him is like, well. I don't, we'll see what's going on here. Uh-huh. This might be Hydra, something. Or, but also, maybe they have Bucky. So we get a little taste of that. Okay. I don't think, I think they play it very coy. He's sure, like, sure. Ah, I thought somebody would be here, but he's not. Um, it's a, it was a long shot. Um, so they, they invade this base. They have to fight super soldiers, like, all the way, all the way, all the way there. Um, and then it comes to light that, uh, uh, they get to uh, the main uh, lab, and it's been abandoned at that point. Sure. Um, and it comes, and he, they find the main lab, and Tony's like, "This is extremis. This is extremis. I don't know. This is the same. This is the same setup." And we get a hologram pop up of Killian being like, "Hey, like." Yeah, finally found, found yeah, my base. Yeah, you told me that like you told me that you, you nothing would ever beat your program, but I beat it in like three months. So like okay, that's fine. Yeah. Like you know, it, it's it's a shame. It's a shame that your star has fallen so far. But like, I'm the new darling now, and as long as like my as long as my you know my little fire boys keep showing up, they're gonna <laughs> keep buying my super soldiers. He's like, all I had to do was tweak the formula a little bit. Yep, of course. And it, he was like. He's like, Extremis is very pliable. You can kind of change it in any direction that you want it to go. Um, and uh, he basically sets off an explosion. Of course, yeah. That uh, um, Tony and Steve have to escape in their own superhero ways. You know, blows up the base. Um, and uh, we figure out that uh, through that fight, both Tony and Steve, like Steve does okay, 
Um, but we it comes to light that it's Tony is just not fast enough. Like there, he was like, I think there's, I think there's something too that like machine will never be better than man. He was like, I don't have the, I don't necessarily have the ability to be to like, I can think as quickly as these guys, but I can't always react because I have all of this like extraneous. Yeah. He's, he poured I have this all, lag, right? The lag keeps like that, that we've been setting up keeps coming back. He poured all, poured all of his points into intelligence. Yeah. Not strength and decks. A thousand percent. Uh-huh. And Steve is like, Steve is hanging out with him in his base because he was like, yeah, I think they know where they, you know, they know who I'm Steve Rogers. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm Captain America, but everyone knows who I am. Like I should probably lay low for a while. So Steve is hanging out with, with, um, with Tony, Tony and Bruce. And they're both in like the, the compound. Um, you know, they're having, we can get some fun scenes in there, of course, but it's Tony, it's Tony again. Like we get a moment of him like late, late in the lab. And he has another another panic attack, like thinking about like he was like they were just were so strong and so fast, and I just couldn't keep up with it. Um, and he was like, it's he was like it's kind of like the Hulk, like you if you had a suit on, it would still take. He's like he's not okay. Um, and then I think in that like kind of manic state in mm-hmm. the middle of the night, he like goes through the old extremist extremist research, and starts. He's like to tinker. I think I I think this I think this might be the thing. And Jarvis is like, if I know what you're thinking, if I know what you're thinking, uh, Tony, this is a road you can't return from. And he's like, well, okay, like, is like if that's if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. And so Tony is tinkering with extremis and finally comes to a solution. He was like. He said it was pliable. He said it could be whatever we wanted it to be. He was like, I ba-, he's like, I have designed an extremist that is basically going to integrate this suit into my central nervous system. So I will be as fast. I will be as strong. Like, okay. He was like, I have like min maxed. I have, <laughs> yes. I have yeah. min maxed extremists. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and Steve. I'm going to win the game. Steve and Bruce. Um, are kind of the devil and the angel on his shoulder. Sure, yeah. Bruce is like, well, I mean, like, you know, that could technically work. That could be, like, really interesting. And, like, honestly, like, that's the kind of thing, you know, that he was like, the ramifications for that for, like, people with prosthetic arms and things like that, that could be huge. Yeah. And Steve is like... a lot of people. Steve is like, I am lucky to be alive. Like, you're you're playing God. Yep. And he was like, if I could go back and not be a super soldier, I I would not be a super soldier. Like, do not, don't, like, it starts uh, the, the the first early divide between the two of them. Oh, very good. Yes, yes. And it's not, and it's a loving divide. Sure. He's like, don't do this, like, you don't, you, don't you need are this. good enough. You are good enough. Yep, yep, yep. You are you good are, enough. You are enough. You don't need to do this. And and, and uh, he's just not, he hasn't, he's not had it. No. Um, and ex- basically, he infects himself with the extremists. Goes into the cocoon, <clears throat> and Steve like sticks around, um, just to make sure that he's safe. Sure. Uh, but as like he emerges and Bruce runs the protocol properly, like all the you know they had to like feeding tubes and stuff to make sure they don't die. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um. Uh, Tony comes out. He's, and it's the kind of thing where he puts back like on the Iron Man suit and like. 
engages like the new extremist protocol that Jarvis has been working on. And it's like a second skin. And Tony can basically like, he's almost a technomancer. Like he's like, I can control literally every Iron Man suit. Like they're all up. He's like, and they're I, all doing dancing thriller. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get, um, and then honestly, just, just for, just for timing sake of the episode, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> we cut to, and the, and then Steve is like, I hope you're happy with yourself. I don't, I don't know if this, I don't know what's going to happen to this, but like, I need, I need to go. Uh, they, they part ways. Um, extra, uh, aim, uh, flame boys. I let's, let's keep it very similar to the end of the end of Iron Man three flame boys have captured the president and, uh, uh, aim has sent their, like their super soldiers to, um, uh, to show up to the boat. And then, on national television, we see that like the flame boys and the super soldiers are like, huh? Like, Oh, we're actually on the same side. Like, Surprise! Hey guys, like we are, we are advanced idea mechanics and we, we run the show now. And so yes, Tony, Tony shows up, uh, Tony shows up to the, to the boat and we, I, I think he like extremist shows itself in that like he's like he's taking out the trash like showing uh like turning on machines and stuff and doing all sorts of interesting things and uh activates house party protocol Heck yeah but it takes it like it's the kind of thing where like all of his suits are destroyed he doesn't destroy them but like he wins that fight technically yes and um he wins that fight technically, and then we get a fight between him and Killian, who he has obviously done the a- extremist protocol. Right. He's a little fi- fire boy, um, a flame boy, and uh, eventually, it uh, it gets to a point where all of his suits have been destroyed, like even the one that he's wearing, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, <laughs> basically, Killian like loses the fight to Tony. But the but the president still is killed. Oh crap! Yeah. Oh, and Killian's last words to Tony are like, "You can, you can evolve yourself as much as you want, but at the end of the day, you're still just one man. Like you, you can have as many Avengers as you want. Yep. But like at the end, at the end, there's only so much you can do." Mm-hmm. And I, I think Killian loses the fight, but gets away with AIM. Sure, yeah. Um, I mean, AIM has to survive this movie. AIM has to survive this movie because AIM also has some... There will be some interesting things at play with Hydra. Yes. And all of that stuff. Yes. Like, if anything, I think AIM... Um, AIM kind of, ta- like, taking over the vacuum that Hydra left after the whole S.H.I.E.L.D. thing falls apart. Yes is really, really good. And yes. knowing them as villains. Yes. Um, Aim just needs to be around as sort of a card to play in the future. Yeah. Because they can still play the Hydra card now, but it's, you know, they have, they have beaten Hydra for the time being. Yeah. And yeah. then my post-credit sequence is Tony telling Jarvis it's time. It's, you know that, you, you know, you know that Ultron protocol we've been just like goofing around? He's like, I think it's, I think it's time to start taking that a little bit more seriously. So we actually name it a couple yeah. years before, yeah, 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 yeah. Set it up, yeah, yeah, set it up. But yeah, we get a Tony that like has a little bit more of an advanced power set. Yeah, 
and has a it's not a perfect fix I, there's obviously pepper kind of isn't really there and i think that relationship should be important but yeah. i i it, i didn't really feel this is more tony's journey yes yeah yeah so that's my fix that's really good yeah it's not bad yeah no aim sticks around is actually extremis and he upgraded tony yeah and no and no racially insensitive mandarin no the Mandarin is is racially insensitive and problematic, um, but I, don't, I think you still pretty much call that in Marvel Comics. A thousand percent. Um, so my when we started this week and I was like, okay, there are three basic plot lines in this Iron Man movie. <coughs> Which yeah. one do you want? Because I I have I had an inkling of an idea that's kind of a really big swing for me. Mm-hmm. I my I really wanted to try to do what everybody wanted was to have the Mandarin in this movie. Yeah, knowing learning that the Mandarin was Tony's Green Goblin, like it, this is like it's, it's his a big Joker. Deal. It's a big deal. Like, oh, well, maybe I can try, but also not just put him in this movie, but like retroactively reverse engineer him from Shang Chi, yeah, into Iron Man three. So much like Shang Chi did a very, good, they did a fantastic job tying it to Iron Man three, a thousand and percent. just like, just you know what, this is okay. This is. If Marvel's been good at anything, they have been good at making me like previous installments more from the stuff that has come out after the fact. Absolutely. Like, Shang-Chi made me have more affection for absolutely. Iron Man 3. Yep, absolutely. But I'm going to do the reverse. I'm going to take everything that was in Shang-Chi. Okay. And I'm going to retroactively actively put it into Iron Man 3 so that Iron Man 3 ties directly to Shang-Chi. Okay. Here's the thing. I think the timing works. And I, I think I did. Did I do a big text thread with you or with Brian? But follow me on the math here. Because I okay. watched Shang-Chi right after Iron Man 3 again. I was like, wait a second. All right. Let's do the timeline here. So Let's do the timeline again. Okay. So Shang is born in 1998. Because okay. uh, Ren Wen and... <clears throat> Uh, the girl from the Talo meet in 96. So let's say, you know, it's 18 months later. Sure. They get married to have uh, Shang. Uh, so he is seven when his mom is killed, which makes that 2005. Okay. When the Iron Gang shows up to extract revenge. Yes. So, okay. So then the Mandarin said that he lost himself by his wife, when his wife died. Yes. Until we see the, you know, until the events of like him getting whispered from the, the, the beast from the darkness or whatever, the yes. dagger from the darkness. Uh-huh. So there's a little bit of a time in there between when he gets whispered in his ear and he starts really going after Tao Lo yes. to I'm going to be the Mandarin again and I'm going to just wreck shop. Sure. Iron Man 3 falls right in line with that time, I oh. think, between when the wife dies and he gets, gets his first whisper. Okay. So I think we're in an okay time. And Avengers takes place in 2012 which is the same year that Shang-Chi would have been 14 when he gets sent out on that mission to kill the guy that killed his mom. Yes. And then he leaves for San Francisco to hide because okay. he's done. I'm saying that it happened in and around where Avengers happened. So at the events of Iron Man 3, Shang is now gone. So the Mandarin is still the leader of the Ten Rings. His daughter is still there and he's still... Hasn't been gotten the whisper yet into trying to go after Tao Lo. So he's still trying to be the guy in front in, in charge of Ten Rings. Okay. Also, this means that the events of Iron Man 1 also happened in this timeline. Oh. In this little time window. Sure. And remember, in Iron Man 1, Tony gets kidnapped 
by the Ten Rings. Yes. And is, you know, made to make armor or make weapons from, from them. Yeah. So I'm going to tie all of this together. Okay. And have, like... Because remember, wizard. In, remember Iron Man one, like they had that like that bald guy playing with the ring that's supposed to like was that is that Mandarin? But, oh yeah. And then like Stain comes in and does that little cool tech thing. It's like and then like kills everybody. But it's yes. like okay, so I'm okay. So I'm saying I'm tying Bro, all this of is the, some big I'm swingage. tying all of this together. <laughs> okay, you wizard. Strap in everybody. Everybody right. on my back. Here we go. Our longest episode yet. Sorry, but I think this is going to be mad. worth it. I think this is going to be worth it. All right. So we start opening the scene, right? We're back to Iron Man. Uh, up on the screen, it says 2008. Okay. And we open on a chair that looks very similar to, familiar to us now in the present because we saw it in Shang-Chi. But in the first, you know, if this was the way things were, we would have been seeing it for the first time. Okay. But we see a, a, chair, a familiar chair to us with a ten ring symbol behind it and a man in shadow. We don't see his face. We just see a guy sitting on this chair and a very familiar bald man, which is the guy from Iron Man 1 who had the yeah. ring on that we thought was Mandarin, comes to this shadowed man in the seat saying, hey, uh, Obadiah Stane has uh, contracted us to kidnap Tony Stark. And then you hear this man laugh. I was like, okay, sure, yeah, we'll take his money. But just, you know what? When we do that, just... Make sure you copy everything and bring it back to me. He's like, hey, no problem. Ha ha ha! They, you know, they, there's a, you can just tell there's like menace in this shadow. And then we kind of flash forward through the rest of you know Iron Man one, where the guys you know we see more inf- information make its way back to the shadowed man. Yeah. Then we see you know flash forward through the events of Iron Man two and Avengers as we see this guy training. Uh, you know, it appears you know what appears to be his son as he's going about his business. We don't see his face. We don't see anything. We just know that this is the same guy from before yeah. who we don't know, can tell, but he's clearly involved in what's going on. Yeah. And then we see the events of the Avengers playing out. Yes. And at this point in, in the compound that we all know from Shang-Chi, that like, there's a lot of Stark tech around. And we see you know, the, the news reports of like, the Avengers just saved New York and from the alien invasion or whatever. And Tony Stark is yeah. the hero of the planet. Yeah. And he is angry and slams his fists down on his desk. And on his hands, we see the ten, rings. the ten rings. Yeah, hell yeah. Cut to the Marvel intro. And this time, some amazing kick-ass rock music is playing. Yes, dude. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but it turns out it's diegetic because Tony's working in his workshop. He's building stuff. He's making Iron Man suits. And it's super cool because he's like doing stuff and then pepper comes in kind of and i kept a lot of what was really good in the original version of iron man 3 yeah so pepper comes down and they like had the talk of like hey tony you really need to show up at like the office more we kind of need you there but like tony's clearly like very bit and he's like he can be working on like the mark 42 like the gesture stuff or whatever yeah so they had that very similar conversation of and you had it as well like hey we need you to engage in the world and the company and he's like no 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 Pepper, you don't understand. I need to be doing this. I need to build stuff. And he's also he was also working on something when uh, Pepper came in. He quickly covered it with a tarp. And so Pepper's like, there's a little bit, the scene's now longer because she's like going through the workshop. And I was like, why did you build this suit? What you know, does this if one they do? Ever did, if they ever did a YouTube reactors uh, Avengers kind of thing, and, you know, we had to save the world, and you saw the void... You know that would be you, right? Like not sleeping, like oh yeah, working. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're like you don't understand. We have to win. Yeah, that's you. 
Thanks. I, I agree. Yeah, you're Iron Man. I am Iron Man. You are a Hulk. Yeah. Science Bros. Woo! Woo! So Pepper goes through and like points to a couple of different suits and is like, "What is this? What is this one? What is this one?" Setting up some of the suits that show up later in the movie. Yeah. You know, just like some, you know, Easter eggs and information from the comics. Just point and talk about them real quick. But they're having the conversation of why are you doing this, and you know, Tony's like is in his like mania of. You don't know what's out there. I need to protect everybody. Yeah. And so, but they, this is the beginning of like, Tony, you are not alone. We, we're all apart. Like we can help. Like I know that we don't know what was on the other side of that wormhole, but like, Tony, you're, you have friends. You're not alone. You're not alone. But before they can get too far into it, Maria Hill shows up. Oh, cool. And says, Hey, I always wish they, they should have given her more. They should have given her more to do. And in fact, when I was writing this the first time, I was like, a shield agent comes in and was, and I was like halfway through I was like wait a second we can just oh, wait Maria hasn't been used why do we not have Man, Maria dude Maria's arc as like director of of, of shield is so good <laughs> she's awesome anyways keep going so Maria Hill shows up and I was like Tony uh, I need to let you know about information and stuff. Uh, there were a bunch of 10 rings attacks overseas and they were using Stark Tech um, they also put out this video that we were able to suppress from the press and keep them from showing it and but they're calling you out. You need, you need to know about this. And Tony's like, you know, this distracts from Pepper's talk. And he's like, you know what? Perfect. Just give me a lead. Just give me a lead. Anything. I'll just go out and t- I'll just take care of it. I'm Iron Man. I'll take care of it. And she's like, you don't have to worry about that. Shields all over it. Also, we have somebody that can handle that. Cut to Rhodey overseas at the site of one of these attacks. Mm. And he's like trying to figure out what's going on. Yes, there was there's residue of like Stark energy or you know Stark tech was clearly used here um and but Tarodi gets jumped by some 10 rings goons who are clearly geared up in iron man-esque stuff now we're not talking full suits we're just talking like yeah. stark tech bionic arms yeah, yeah, and, you yeah. know things of that nature the vibra blade of the marvel universe yes you know yeah, yeah things of that it nature can technically stop a lightsaber but <laughs> right it's not exactly it's not as cool as yeah, but the lightsaber cool. right yeah so what do you think? I think Rhodey listens to classical music as he's taking out the trash. He might. I like the idea of War Machine being like, just like really cranking that Johann Sebastian. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I just the dichotomy he, of cultured. that is. Yeah, yeah. I like like Tony like linking into his head. Is that like, maybe some jazz? Like, are you what are you listening to? Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely not. Yeah, definitely not Tony's Chopin. vibe. Yeah. Well, shut up, Tony. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> so Tony fights these mecked up kind of Ten Rings goons and it's actually kind of a fair fight. Yeah. Like, Rhodey gets beat up a little bit, beats him, but like, he's hurt. Like, the suit, you know, is damaged. He flies away um, and comes back and it's like, okay, so clearly the Ten Rings guys are like up to no good. This is at, the, at this point, this is when we have uh, Tony has his nightmare and his suit uh, reacts to his nightmare and attacks Yeah, Pepper. that was really good. That was very good. The fact that his suit is physically playing out his fears was like, that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we use that more? Because that's very clever. But, so the same thing happens. They they kind of have that talk, and he's just, again, Tony's just like, you don't understand. I'm really sorry. Well, I, that's, I'll make sure that it goes away, but like, okay, sorry. The next morning, the press gets another video of like, hey, we just beat down War Machine uh, Tony Stark, uh, we're coming for you. Like, uh, don't send us, don't send us a uh, dollar store right. Iron Man. So Tony's PTSD is like kind of what you said. Like, 
I'm it's it's all on me. You guys don't know. I have to lead the way. And he's just he's just so in his head and so wrapped up in what he saw and what happened in New York that he's just like, yeah, I'm all by, I'm all by myself. I'm by myself. And also the pressure of like when all the kids are like, hey, you know, what's it like? Iron Man and blah, blah, blah. He's so cool. Like at the restaurant when he has his panic attack and like the yeah. kids are just like, what was it like? Blah, blah, blah. He he's having a hard time with being like the hero mm-hmm. because he's not he's not ready for that sacrifice play yet. He's not, you know, he's got, he's a narcissist, but like, he's not like, but this is not the attention that he wanted. No. So the 10 rings put out a video and there's the Mandarins in it. And he's basically calling out that Tony Stark is a false idol. Oh, we, you should not be thinking of him as a hero. Two years ago, Tony Stark was still a merchant of death. Yeah. He, you know, the people that he killed across the Middle East and, uh, you know, in Asia, all these, you know, Asian countries, like. It's the, the the body count that he is uh, the blood on his hands is yeah. massive. He's not who you think he is. He can't save you. The Avengers can't save you. Yeah, I can save you, and I'm going to prove it by destroying the most powerful country on the planet. And I'm going to start with its savior, Iron Man. And so Tony is freaked out. Yeah, because he's like, "All right, I'm, I'm going to take this guy," but like clearly, it's like because he's right. I can't. I don't want to be and the hero. A conversation between him and Maria, and she's like, "I think you don't really fundament- you don't fundamentally understand what the Mandarin is." Like, I, she can introduce the like the like, "Hey, all the stuff that nobody talks about, like yes. all the shadows and whispers, uh-huh. that's all him, bro. That's all him." Hey, remember when you were taken by the Ten Rings in the first movie? Yeah, him, man. You yeah. are you are linked back to this guy even though you don't know it. Yeah, he weird he also weirdly helped create Iron Man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you for that. So You're welcome. This is when it'll cost you. It'll be 10 bucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um I, oh, in the in the video, he's like I'm going to start and I'm taking out the Tiro, Tony Stark, and it shows it flashes a, a picture of Stark Industries. So, everyone rushes to Stark Industries to help. Like Maria goes, Happy's yeah. there running security, but Tony's back at the house, and he will. And Pepper wants to leave to go to Stark Industries, and Tony will not let her, almost to the point of like kidnapping her, oh. because like because his mania kicks in, his PTSD kicks in, is like, I cannot allow you to, to get leave. into harm's way. Yeah. Because this, and because previously he had that conversation of you are the most important thing to me on this planet. A thousand percent. I cannot lose you. You don't know what it's out there. I have to save you. I have to protect you from what's I out there. To. I have to protect you from what's out there. And Pepper's like, she's not there at the, um, she's not like super angry. Like, of course she's like upset, but she knows that this is coming from a place of like love. And like, this is very, this is huge for Tony of like, you know, tr- proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Yes. That he cares about me more than anything else on the planet. And she's like, okay, Tony, I get it. And they're trying to have that. She's going to try to talk him down. And I was like, hey, you know, people we also care about. Happy's there. The company's there. You know, the people who work for you are there. Like, we need to protect them as well. And they're having that conversation. Because he's got a suit, like, blocking her. Keeping her from leaving. Yeah. And this is when the house attack happens. So the helicopters come in and blow up the house. Okay. So this time, instead of Tony gesturing the armor towards pepper the armor goes around him and he goes jarvis initiate the rescue protocol and as pepper gets blown back towards the glass front doors of the building we lose sight of her as like you know debris comes down and smoke rises up and stuff and we hear you know sound effects 
And as Tony goes to, you know, towards where Pepper was, would have landed, we see Pepper walk out of the smoke in the rescue armor. Oh, cool. Because that should not have been introduced in Endgame. It should have shown up in this movie or way earlier because it's awesome. Because <laughs> it's also third movie. You know, this is a trilogy. We're kind of closing a little bit, you know, because the closing chapter of a story like, hey, Pepper should have gotten some armor at this point. Because yeah. if he just said, you are the most important thing to me in this world. He would have built her an Iron Man suit. Way earlier than he did in the in the actual MCU. And she's like, is this for me? And he's like, man. Yes. She's not totally thrilled by this, but at the part, same part, she's like, this is kind of cool. Or like, <laughs> yeah, maybe there's like a new AI or or there's like a Lady Jarvis, Jarita, Jarvita. Uh, <laughs> sure. And she's just like, oh, I've been waiting, you know, welcome to your new suit. Yeah. Hi, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> so... The Tenderines guys show up to fight Tony. This is not just missiles at the house. This is goons have landed outside, and yeah. now we have a cool fight. Pepper's armor, purely defensive. There's no offensive capabilities yet. So Pepper is, like, you know, trying to push people away. Like, she's not, like, she's in danger, but not, like, a, a ton, because the armor's good. Like, it's a, it's a very defensive suit. Yeah. But Tony realizes he's fighting off goons, and, like, they got Stark tech. Like, holy crap. Like, they, they, kind of, like, almost anti-Iron Man tech. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay, Pepper, this is too much for you. Jarvis, get her out of here. She just shoots through the top of the, the roof, just off to Stark Industries. Tony finishes fighting everybody, and, like, you know, it's a cool fight scene until the Mandarin shows up. They wear him down a little bit. Because he's in the Mark 42 suit. Yeah. They wear him down a little bit. Mandarin shows up, like, gets off the plane. And this is the first time we really see Mandarin. Rings are glowing, like, just oh, menacingly yeah. walking towards hells Tony. yes. And it's like, what? And then he just blows two, you know, two rings at him, knocks parts of Tony's suit off, and Tony's down. Yeah. He was like, what? And then Mandarin walks up to him, you know, uh, smugly uh, and talks down to him a little bit, gloats. But you're not special. You're not. A, you're no hero. You don't. Yeah, like, I've been you. chosen. Yeah, I've been here. You're for, not the chosen one. I've been here for thousands. You know, a thousand years. You don't get to. It's like picking your own nickname, Tony. You don't. You don't get to just be special because you say you are. Mm -hmm. He really just digs right, unknowingly. Yeah, really digs right into Tony's this weak is point really right now. Good, dude. <laughs> well, my, my, I thought this we, is really good. Oh, so then he punches. I re, when you were like, I'm gonna make the Mandarin work. I was like, No, you're not. <laughs> I was like, No, you're not. You're not going to be able to pull it off. All right. At the moment so far, through Act 1, pulling it off. Wee! He punches this is only Tony. Act 1? Yeah. I, I break it down. Break it down. <laughs> he punches him with you know, full force with the, with the rings. Punches him into the, into the ocean. Push, sploosh. Tony has a panic attack as he's sinking to the ground. And then Pepper, you know, back at the Stark Industries, is like, Tony's under attack of the house. We got to go back. Everyone starts making their way. <laughs> Pepper dives in and saves him. Great. That's the end of Act 1. And you're right. Uh, I the, I think the biggest flaw of Iron Man three is where they did not have a villain that actually like went towards Tony's weakness of his his of his PTSD to like really lean into like to stand up for you are not the hero you think you are you can't do this because yeah. Tony believes I can't do this he's trying but I can't, I don't think I could do this so Mandarin's they're physically telling him you can't do this yeah and I'm I'm gonna and I'm going to prove it absolutely okay so. And in fact, one. Oh no! So, oh no! Mandarin's so scary. These guys had cool Stark tech. Those rings were. What are those rings? I'm, don't worry. I'm going to be able to get through this pretty fast. <laughs> I, I write. I, that's why this is Jake. This is why I take the time to go through this before we read. Well, this is why I usually write a shorter fix. <laughs> but I actually. <laughs> so after the fight, we're at a safe house. It's Maria, 
Pepper, Tony, and Happy is there, and they kind of just kind of go over what the heck just happened, and Tony's having a panic attack about just like, this is all on me. I just, I got my ass kicked. He's not taking, and Maria's more, you know, more lore dump about what's been going on. And she's like, Maria's like, Tony, you're not alone. All of S.H.I.E.L.D. is here. We have been yeah. taking care of wackos long before you were even, well, right, you know, before you it's were like even born. It's like how the talked to me. They're like, you don't need to know about all the things we do. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet, child. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't believe what Petty, Peggy Carter and her team did back in the day. Man, she took out a bunch of crazies. Tony, you are not alone. So Pepper and Maria plant a couple little hope seeds in Tony's brain. Gotcha. He's just like, I need to get back out there. I need to do something. Give me a lead, any lead. Yeah. Well, Brandon has come out with a video saying, I have killed Iron Man, and the president is next. So, oh, like, shit. America, you just trust me. I'm the one who should be leading this leading this world towards whatever's coming our way. Because Banner doesn't know, but he's just, you know, he's making a power play. He's been yeah. a conquerer for a thousand years. Yeah. Now he's just like, you know what? This is a good opportunity to just conquer yeah. everything. We're not alone in this universe, and I'm the one that's going to lead us. Right. Exactly. So Maria's like, okay, well, you're dead. Let's actually keep it that way for now, because I think you're a little safer this way. There's this weird, we have a weird lead of like some... Ten Rings chatter coming out of Tennessee? That doesn't make any sense. We haven't had time to check it out yet. If you want to go investigate that while we rally around the president and figure out what yeah. we can do about this Ten Rings situation, it's good. Yeah. You keep can do being that. Dead. Yes, keep being dead. So Tony in his, you know, busted up Mark 42 armor flies off to Tennessee. And I think we the same thing can basically happen now that happens in the movie. Not that his power like is totally drained, but like it's low. The power gets low. Yeah. He lands early, drags it. We meet Harley, goes to the shop. Oh, we're still doing Harley. I, I'm keep. I Harley's love great. Harley. It's great. I'm keeping Harley in this because it, I think it's a really good touchstone for Tony's journey of like, hey, it's kind of like a young him. Yes. Um. It, God, it really is. His, you know, an absent father who's, you know, yeah. and he's just kind of being smart on his own, like trying to build stuff. Wow, that's really good. that was really good. Hey, good job putting Harley in. Yeah. He should be in more stuff. Okay. So this time though, we meet Harley, and a similar thing happens to Harley that happened to Pepper when she when Tony has nightmare. So Harley, of course, is excited that Tony Stark is and Tony Stark is here. Yeah, I'm not supposed to be Iron dead. Man's who came to yeah. life and tried to kill him? Yes, because yeah. he asked just one too many questions, and Tony, you know, started to get a little of attack, and he Harley freaks out and it's like whoa, whoa, and then Tony, of course, shuts him down, and it's like, but realizes like, okay, something is. So he has a little bit of a heart to heart with Harley. Yeah, he, you know, of course, he's still quir- uh, quippy, still a little bit of an ass to him, but like he's a lovable ass, so we kind of get it. So that, that same energy is there, but he does open up a little bit. Sure. And so he asked Harley about what's been going on. This is why, you know, he doesn't like exactly tell him why he's here, but just like he's like kind of like searching, fishing for information. And Harley's like, there has been a couple of front, uh, new people showing up in town the past month and they hang out at the local bar. So Tony leaving the suit there to recharge goes to the bar like he does in the movie. He's a couple guys with 10 rings tattoos somewhere on their body. Sure. And then goes outside, jumps them. And then Harley, and then much like the fight in the actual movie where he's really smart and does cool things with like environmental kills and like uses his brains to take out bad guys because that fight it was actually pretty good. Yeah, because he bad. like used the the stuff in the the kitchen to take her out. Like, hey, that was pretty awesome. So same thing can kind of happen. He takes out the a couple of Tenrings goons. Harley watches it as like, whoa, that was awesome. Yeah, you didn't even have armor on. That's so cool. Like pumping up his ego. Like, yeah, he actually Tony is very good at this. What do you think about it? He finds out that, like, oh, there's some, you know, MacGuffin or some type of clue that there's a base somewhere just out of town. Gotcha. Great. They head back to Harley's shack to let the, you know, and while they let the armor build up a little bit, 
Tony Harley does the whole thing of like, well, you're a mechanic. Why don't you just build something? So Tony starts to build some home alone tech. Yeah. And this time Harley helps him. Yeah. And so they're working together to like that glove that zaps somebody and like the potato yeah. gun and like some other like cool little things to like, cause the armor's not all the way charged yet. So Harley gets to help him out and is like, this is really cool. Science is awesome. Yeah. So they have a little bit more of a bond, which is really cool. Uh, so then this is when we do the whole Tony leaving thing. Okay. And they, so we had that scene as Tony goes to the base. Yeah. So Tony does, you know, it's like, but you, I'm so, I'm so alone and I'm cool. I was like, see you later, kid. Bye. <laughs> but like, but point proven. Good job, Harley. Tony goes to the base. He uses his home alone tech like he does in the movie, but now it's an act two and breaks into the base to figure out what's going on. He, you know, takes out a couple of guys and we hear in the base, like there's all this old start, like years old Stark tech in here, but like someone is clearly working on something. And I can hear like, there's, there's like different type of classical music playing. And I was like, who is, who is clanging and banging in this lab, building all my, you know, janky, you know, Iron Man-esque, you know, uh, run down. <laughs> we have Iron Man tech at home. Yeah. <laughs> tech. And he walks into the base and they're sitting on a chair. This guy turns around and it's Justin Hammer. Oh. <laughs> He's like, Justin? Tony, are you here to save me? What are you even doing here? Uh, they broke me out of jail like a couple months ago. They had just been slaving away, just making all this, you know, making like, you know, te- Stark tech. Like, they didn't want hammer tech. They really just wanted, you know, me to make things like you and like, Oh, and he's like, oh, my God. Okay, well, first off, we need to get you out of here. And also, we need to call the police. You need to be back in jail. But, like, they're like, Justin's trying to vibe with him. Absolutely. Because, like, hey, hey, are we, hey, we've done something similar now. We've both been kidnapped by the Ten Rings to make tech. (laughs) We're like, we're like hostage bros. So so he's like, but so we get that, you know, that flavor of Justin. He's doing that little dance thing. Maybe we see him. Maybe we see him doing a little, he's he's dancing as he walks in. Right. That's what he's, Justin's doing a little Justin Hammer dance. (laughs) When Tony walks in. Man, what an evocative performance for a character that really doesn't make, doesn't really matter that much. No, but he could. Yeah, it's so good. He should have been in it more. I know. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Tony and Justin now fight their way out of the base because like, Goons show up and Tony gets a calls the armor in and again, like, you know, only parts of it come in. So we can get this whole like he's only fighting yeah. with a glove and a boot and Justin's it's, kind of help a little sh- bit. That's so and good, the man. goons are coming in it's and so grabbing good. stuff off the things or whatever. And then uh, so, of course, they, they beat them and get out. And uh, Justin, they go to they go to the bar to like uh, to like a wait for the cops or wait for shield to show up. And yeah. while they talk, Justin and, and Tony are like, try, Justin's really trying to bond. And he's actually kind of succeeding a little bit. Yeah. Because Tony's like realizing that, oh, maybe we do have a lot in common. And he's, yeah, he's, a, he's kind of a jerk, but like. I need all the help I can get right now. Yes. But he may, maybe there might be hope for Justin, possibly. Sure. He learned his lesson in the second movie. Like maybe, and we'll go back to fix that at some point. But like, okay, maybe there's some points of interest here. But Justin. I like Iron Man too. But Justin says that, I know, actually, I've been working on jetpacks for like the past three weeks. And I think that's might be how they're going to get the president. Ah, so when uh, the shield shows up and Tony drives off with them, let's say they go to Atlanta because why not? It's closer sure. to Tennessee and they're probably shooting Atlanta at this point. I don't know. Georgia. Sure. Why not? <laughs> so they meet up and when Tony gets to meets up with the uh, roadie and Maria, it turns out that there was some attacks all over across the country, like San Francisco and DC and Miami and Boston and Chicago. And the point, so like, the point was that, like, oh, no, all these attacks happened. The president is in Air Force One. And Tony puts it together. He's like, 
all the attacks happen because they wanted the president in the air because they have jetpacks and they're going to attack because he's yeah, he's most vulnerable in the air. Absolutely. Okay, well, Rhodey, let's go save the president. Rhodey's got, you know, his kind of beat up war machine armor. Tony's got his beat up Mark 42 and Maria's like, yeah, I'm going to go too. Like, we don't have a jetpack for you, but no, we don't have a jetpack for you. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Fly off. So now uh, this is the end of Act Two. They go try to save the president on Air Force One because yeah. Air Force One is flying. And all of a sudden, another plane shows up, kind of in a parallel course, and then all of a sudden, like a bunch of uh, ten ring goons come out with jetpacks and you know more mecked up t- stuff. Board the plane, start attacking people. Tony and, and War Machine show up, and they're like, and uh, Rhodey is you know actually very good at aerial combat. As yeah. we saw in uh, Ultron, right? So he's yeah. fighting the guys outside. Tony's inside, fighting goons inside. And then uh, Mandarin, again, waits for everyone to kind of do their thing and wear him down a little bit. And then Mandarin comes on, calls Tony out, and they fight on the roof of Air Force One oh, cool. as it's flying. That's and good. it's really cool. Because yeah. now Mandarin's got a little bit of some Stark tech on him. Sure. And the fight's pretty, you know, it's cool on the roof of this plane. And here's the important thing. At one point... Mandarin throws a ring at Tony and he's able to actually grab it. And as he grabs it, she's like, scan it, Jarvis. And Jarvis starts running a diagnostic or, you know, scan on the ring. Yeah. But Mandarin's able to pull it back before, you know, before it's like super done. Yeah. And then he blows a hole in Air Force One and a bunch of people get sucked out. Also, then he takes a pop shot at uh, Rhodey and his uh, armor is damaged enough where he starts to lose altitude. Sure. He's like, what are you going to do? Save the president? Save the, who's now being like flown over to the other plane? Like yeah. save the president, or save the people falling, and your and your your best friend. I told you you're not a hero. <sighs> Flies back off to the to his plane. Tony goes obviously for the falling people, and this time Rhodey's a part of it, so he can help with the cool scene of yeah. you know saving people and like latching onto them and stuff like that. So same basic scene, but now Rhodey's involved and in helping out a little bit. Sure. So okay. Oh no, they had the president. Everything's bad. Now we're in Act Three. No, no, this is fine. I know. What Jay seen is a wall of text right now. Jay seen a wall of text. This Adam, is just no. These are just notes. You these keep are just saying you're going to make just them notes. tighter. I, Jay, this is I, a very good fix. I just whipped through like paragraphs pretty quickly. Just leave me. It's, not, it's my process. I understand. <laughs> Mandarin's got the. This is supposed to be light fare for people driving in their cars. Hey, everyone's traveling for Christmas and stuff. Sit back. We got, I'll take you for two don't hours. Don't get me wrong. I, don't get me wrong. This is very, very good. Okay. It's just, it's hard to be like, ugh. I know, I know, I know. This is really good. Okay. So Mandarin's like, I'm going to kill the president live Sometimes, on air. I, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Sure. Because I edited the video of this. Yeah. And, you don't, and, or, and Brian edits the audio. Um, sometimes I feel like you're just like, oh, well. Have fun editing this asshole. <laughs> I'm so not. Like I'll go as long as I, I want. I, 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 though I do feel sometimes like feel bad. I sometimes do feel bad. Have fun. Have fun. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be over here like doing little, game videos. It's a little bit of revenge. Maybe a little bit. Don't get me wrong. This is so good. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm editing. Let's just cut to the end of this episode. Phenomenal cosmic power. Itty bitty living space. I'm just kidding. Back to you, Adam, with Act Three. Of Iron Man 3. So, man's gonna kill the president live on air, stream, whatever. It's 2012, so some of that stuff's happening right now. So, Team Tony is gonna rally. It's We got Tony, Pepper, Happy, Rhodey, and Maria. All like, okay, this is what's going on. We need a plan. And Tony, once again, is starting to have a panic, because everyone's looking to Tony. And Tony's having a little bit of a panic attack of like, yeah, I, I'm trying to do my best. Uh, I can't do this. And Pepper... 
pulls him aside and has a heart to heart. And she's like, Tony, this is, I love you. I feel safest when I'm around you. I know you're going through a lot of personal issues right now, but let's just focus on this problem. And I know we can do this. Yeah. I know you can do this. You're capable of this. Let's, let's focus and do this. thousand percent. And so everyone's like, Tony, we believe in you. We can do this. It's happy. And Marie's like, yeah, we got you. And Marie like turns like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. What she said. Yeah. Team. Cause you gotta, you gotta have that Marvel burst the bubble. Yeah. Cause you, cause you can't just have a happy moment. So everyone's like, okay, we figured Maria's like, uh, somehow we just figured out where they are. Is that a dock? It's the same place from the first one. And maybe it's day. Let's just say it's day because it's easier to see all the stuff going on during the day. And this is a cool, cool fight. So let's have it during the day. Uh, maybe, <laughs> is that, maybe it's that magic hour. Yeah, it's the, it's sure. the, it's the, be, the best time to kill the president, Jake. Sure, baby. Is magic, magic hour. Jaw, jaw. I might be on a list now. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> So if you got to do anything, you might as well do it in a match. <laughs> sure. You know? So Maria's like, okay, well, Tony, it's great and all, but like, they have a small army of 10 ring goons all basically decked out in versions of your gear. What are we going to do? I mean, we have a bunch of, you know, shield agents, but like, yeah. you haven't given us your tech. Like, what do we do? And Tony's like, actually, I actually have a small army of my own. Jarvis? Initiate the house party protocol. It's just, it's such a good term. It's so cool. So all we see that, you know, back to the house, that's got damage, but it's not all the way. And the bots, but the little arm bots, they're okay. They, <laughs> they were okay in the third one too. Uh, they were, they were busted and broken and dragged out yeah, at the end. Yeah, they got fixed. Uh, they did, but they definitely fell into the water. This right. time they didn't get, they didn't, they're okay. They're fine. They kind of help out. They pull stuff around and get people things ready to go. Maybe we love those bots. Those Everyone, yeah, yeah, I know. That's why they saved them. Yeah. Okay. So all the armors fly out, but they got to fly across country. So we've got an hour. We got, some, we, time. We got some time. So, uh, everyone's like, Marie's got a cool hologram thing. They're figuring out a plan of what they're going to do. And I was like, okay, here's the, here's the plan. Um, Tony and uh, Rhodey will be tip of the spear. We'll go in. We'll knock stuff out. I'll take out Mandarin. Rhodey, you take out everybody else. Happy, you go for the present. Pepper, you're going to be, uh, you know, like you know, our sniper. You just, you know, stay back, defend, and, you know, jump in where you need to and just call out, call out shots. Yeah, you're special teams. Special teams. And Maria's like, Maria, uh, you know, do go to shield and make sure you're, you know, get ready for, you know, the cleanup. And she's like, mm, Tony. Mm. But when Jarvis Hill can take out the trash. Jarvis finishes his analysis of the ring that they grabbed and scanned. And he goes, sir, I might have finished my analysis. This ring actually turns out to be of alien in origin. It's, it has no known metals on this planet. And it's energy output is blah, 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 blah. Information, information, MacGuffin stuff. Also, uh, it's it's very powerful, but it also does obey the laws of physics. Tony's like, perfect. I've got a plan. Gotcha. Okay, the the armors show up, all of them, and then Tony goes into a new suit. Rhodey gets his suit. Pepper yeah. gets in the rescue suit that's now a little beefed up because Jarvis added some more stuff. And Happy gets a suit, the Hulkbuster one. <laughs> and Maria's like, am I going to... He's like, no, no, this is stark proprietary information. Sorry, uh, you, we'll see you there. And then they all <laughs> team, team Tony. Now everyone in armor yeah. flies off to go save the president. Hell yeah. So, and remember, we went through some of these armors at the beginning. Yes. And now we see them again. So we know what they can do. Yeah. So we have the big battle at the docks of act three. Tony's fighting guys. Rhodey's fighting guys. Happy's like not really good with tech, which is why he's got the punching one. <laughs> yes. Pepper's in the back calling out shots, you know, helping out here and there. Mandarin comes out. Just Mandarin. Tony fights Mandarin, and it's 
Tony does way better this time because he scanned the rings. He kind of knows what's going on. Yeah. And he's able to get a little bit of an upper hand, knocks Mandarin away. And Mandarin comes back out of the smoke and stuff. And this time, he's wearing his own Iron Man suit, <gasps> powered by the rings. Oh. And this is from the comics, but Tony's the one that did it in the comics. Oh, interesting. So I'm going to reverse it because he's got, you know, so we can see like a cool Iron Man thing designed from like the rings coming yeah. out of stuff, right? Really, really awesome. So now they're like really clashing. And this time, Mandarin's got the upper hand. So Tony's got to switch out, out uh, switch out suits or whatever. Yep. And eventually, you know, and then Happy stinks up. Grat gets, was able to get the president out of there. Pepper's yeah. kind of doing stuff. And eventually, you know, Tony's kind of, you know, Rhodey's doing stuff. And eventually Tony is able to, uh, you know, get the information and uh, of the stuff. Um, Pep, sorry. Happy grabs the president. Happy flies off with the goal. Like, great. So we see, we see happy leave the battle. And as his light, like, you know, kind of goes into the distance, we see another one right next to him get larger and larger. And it's Maria Hill with her jet pack, <laughs> which she had in the comics. And yeah. now she's got in the MCU. She shows up with shield uh, with a couple of shield guys, but most of them are coming by land. And she has this MacGuffin box that she's like, I got your thing, Tony. And so she's right around where Tony's fighting Mandarin. And at some point, Tony was able to grab his arm and pull a ring off and throw it behind him right into Maria, who captures it in his box and it's now trapped behind electromagnetic field. Uh... And it can't go back to him. Gotcha. So at this point now it's just deconstructing Mandarin of knocking off the armor, getting him to fire stuff and like block it, deflect it into the box. So they depower him by He's taking slow, the rings away. Slowly getting the rings. Yes, slowly getting the rings. They get them all in the box. Mandarin's now defeated. Ha ha, Jose, we won. Jose? Pepper. Who's Jose? Huzzah, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I kind of I want... Hip, also, hip, Jose! Also, <laughs> hip, hip, Jose! <laughs> yeah, I think that Pepper can also, like, fire a unibeam, uh, you know, from, from you know, sure. from out of nowhere. You just snipe him, help out. Because yeah. Pepper should help out. Um, Wait, so, so what does Jose do? Good job, Mr. Stark! <laughs> you did it! Uh, everyone's You're favorite hero. Marvel hero. Hip, hip, Jose. Oh, and when... Mar <laughs> I, sorry, I'll try this. When Maria comes in... Um, <laughs> I just think you're not giving me enough credit for Hip Hip Jose. I'm trying to finish the episode. <laughs> yeah, we're almost at two hours. Yep. Uh, when Maria comes in, Justin comes over Tony's comms. He's like, hey, Tony, I'm going to be your man in the chair. I built that stuff. Here's how to breed it. So, like, Justin can help. Oh, yeah. So Justin helps Tony deconstruct. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's fun because Justin can have a little bit of a, I'm around. I'm not really a bad guy. I just, you know, I just wanted power and, like, to help out. Yeah. So they beat the Mandarin. Everyone, they, uh, Maria takes him away. Tony, you know, is, has started his journey into recovery. You know, he, don't, he realizes he's not alone. He has his family in front, his found family around him. Yeah. And Maria is now kind of included in that a little bit, even though they still snipe at each other. Um, and a few days later, uh, Tony now is moved into with Pepper into the Avengers Tower. Great. Because their house uh, knocked out. Was destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so after credit scene. This, this is actually kind of important. Because this is the scene that's going to tie back into Shang-Chi. Okay. Mandarin's being uh, escorted to a uh, prison. And the, the convoy gets destroyed uh, by Razor Fist. Oh, cool. And so they free Mandarin. And they have, it's like, oh, we also got your rings. And, and so he gets repowered. He's like, well, but he's like, but we did what we really accomplished. We got what we really wanted. We know where he is. He's in San Francisco. He's oh, like, cool. He's like, great. 
let's just leave him there for now. We'll, we'll get him when we need him. Yeah. Cool. Goes out. After credits come, it's the same scene from the movie where he's talking to Bruce. And instead of Bruce making, just making a joke of it and being like, ha, 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 I'm not a therapist. That was funny. Oh, you're going to still talk? Sleep. He's like, no, no, t- that's Tony. You need to go. We need to find you a therapist, Tony. Yeah. We can find one that costs a whole lot of money that make you feel, make you feel, they can make a joke of Tony, you know, finding the right person. Yeah. But like the point needs to be made that Tony is going to see a therapist to help his issues. Yes. But also... He doesn't, though, because he makes, he makes a robot that almost takes over the planet. Sure. But also, we can also lead into these, like, and I'll help you, like, you're... So I'm going to therapy A and building an Ultron. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But, like, also, like, it, but Bruce can also mention, like, but, you know, your idea of, like, an arm, you know, you had a, you gave everyone armor. Like, what if we just, you know, the, the idea for having, like, a suit of armor for the world, that's, not, that's a pretty good idea. And that's how we'll... Nice. He's an Ultron. Nice. Now I'm done. Okay. That was awesome, dude. Thanks. Where's are you coming? Are you gonna throw a second movie at me? Is that what's about to happen? Or? Iron Man four. <laughs> no, no, I'm done. I would love an Iron Man four. He's dead though. He's so. he's dead. But if they had set up extremists, they could have uh, had his consciousness. You know, there's an extremist fighter in Shang Chi. In one of the when they go to uh, Macau or no, uh, was it over the city of the sisters in and. Uh, they're going through like the, it's like John John showing them all like the fights and stuff going on in the rooms. Oh, I'm sure there one is. One of the guys is an extremist fighter, and one of them is a Black Widow, apparently. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Well, make your money where you can. Sure. I mean, if you're like the one guy with extremists left on was, the planet, that may be one of your better fixes, like ever. That was good. Oh, thanks. That was really really good. Yeah, that that one. I I know I teased you about the length of it, but that was that's that's pretty tight. And it also yeah, and it would also help Shang Chi from coming out of nowhere. Don't get me wrong, great film. One of my favorite Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. I, I, yeah, I, I watched, But it yeah. did drop out of complete nowhere. Mm-hmm. Now, like, now it just drops. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what they were. Uh, oh, cool. cool. Okay, cool, neat. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Cool. I see yeah. where it's going now. Yeah. Because uh, in Shang-Chi, the only thing, the scene that would change is like he when he comes back and has the whisper, you could see him coming back right after like the events of Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah. Then he gets that whisper from the, the dweller in darkness for the first time. Yeah. And that would be like, oh, okay, perfect. Gotcha. Seamlessly right into the timeline. Yeah. And we were also setting up Hip Hip Jose. For... Hip Hip Jose. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, we did it. We did it. We fixed it. That was really good. Sorry, I'm just like reeling on that. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for sticking around for almost two yeah. hours. Woo! Woo! You and you Who would have thought we... Iron Man 3 would have been yeah, the I one know. that would have been the longest I one? Know, I know. We pass the savings on to you! <laughs> um, if you guys are watching this uh, on YouTube, if you wouldn't mind liking, subscribing, and hitting that bell, and doing that YouTube that you do so well. Um, if you're listening to this on anywhere you find uh, your audio podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, or whatever, if you wouldn't mind uh, just leaving us a quick review. It takes two seconds. You just hit five stars, and you say, Good these, job! These boys are my are my best boys. Best boys. And move on. Good, good thing. Good words. Takes them. two seconds. Hip hip Jose. <laughs> hip hip Jose. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are amazing. Thank you so much uh, for being a part of this. It's been a heck of a year, uh, and we're we've got more content coming to you guys in, in 2023, and it's going to be crazy. Yes, we do. Um, but as we end every episode, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. It's the slow unibeam you don't see coming. <laughs> I'm 
effing tired, but I can't wait to talk about the podcast, <laughs> do the podcast tomorrow because <laughs> it's so much fun. It's like, yeah, no, that's the thing, Adam. You're exhausted, but man, this is fun, isn't it? Yeah. 